You're I'm LJ. What's cracking, y'all? It's Stevie Nicks. And we're Nick fans. And, and welcome, welcome to Nicks Anonymous. Anonymous. Myself, and I think we see Willis coming out. Fast break to Walt Frazier. Frazier then slows it down. It's picked up by Jerry West at the top of the post three. Back to another episode of Nick's Anonymous. <laughs> Clap it up, episode 59. 59, and the sound effects are back. Yeah, no technical difficulties this week. None at all. How you like that, cyberspace? Bro, a lot of challenges, they just can't hold us back, bro. Nope, what, nope, what, nope. We're just built differently. What can we say? Clap it up for us. Yeah, screw it. Give him more claps. You know, let's, you let's know also what? clap it up for the Nick's Anonymous family. Yeah. Shout out to you guys. Shout out to everybody that listens. We love you guys. Yeah. We are definitely growing an organic community here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Our numbers are going up a little bit. I love it. I love it. And I guess moments like this help. Follow us at Nick's Anonymous on Instagram. You can find us on Amazon Music, Pandora, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and Breaker. And if worse come to worse, you can Google us at Nick's Anonymous, and you'll find us at the top. Oh, that's a lot of damage. That's a lot of damage indeed. It's yeah. a lot of info, a lot of content. Figure I get that out the way early, like we always do, bro. That's that, that's like that's like the ritual at this point. It's part of the show. Yeah. It, it, at it, one point we used to forget though. Absolutely. For like the first maybe like thirty-five episodes, <laughs> maybe even more. <laughs> but we we have we now have discipline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're getting better. We're getting better. We now have discipline. We've come a long way. Damn near. We well, we, we passed the halfway mark. We're almost to 100. Wow. 41 more episodes to go. <laughs> We're almost to 100, bro. We've made it all this way. We're still in pain. It'd be like that. Welcome to welcome to Knicks. Hey, would it be possible to do an episode outside? Yeah, why not? Let's do that one day. Let's we can, hang out. We can do an episode anywhere. about one, like, hanging out by the garden type shit. Like on some live, like something live or something. Yeah, that's a good idea. What do you guys think, man? Next anonymous family, just put it down in the comment section. Don't be afraid. It's just a thought. You know, something for the Don't long be run. Scared, but um, I think it's uh, let's get into this week. Yeah, it was only two games, so it won't be that deep. You know, unfortunately, I, we, unfortunately, we lost both. Okay, <laughs> get, granted, we lost both games. I still think we played pretty well. Yeah, all things considered, I wouldn't say we played terrible basketball. Um, let's start. I guess we'll start with um, what the Heat final score one fifteen one hundred Miami. That was an exciting game. I mean, I was on my toes. Yeah, yeah. RJ was making it very very interesting, bro. Um, we we lost because of missed free throws again, man. Um, and we can't give Randall a lot of hate that game, even though he did score like eleven points. 
How many turnovers did he have? He's Randall had four turnovers, the usual. Average, goddamn. You know what I mean? RJ, were, I'm not going to lie. They RJ were, had three. Mitch had three. So, yeah, it wasn't just it wasn't just Randall. They were in some pretty... I think his plus minus was actually pretty high, though. Uh, he was a five. He was a five, plus five. How many assists did he have? Like eight? Yeah, he had 11 points, eight rebounds, eight boards, and a steal. How many assists did he had? Eight. Eight? Yeah. Oh, I was right? Oh, shit. Claps. Yeah, you know, shout out to Randall. You know, you know, he didn't shoot too well. He did other things, so you got to give him credit for that. Um, but all, like you said, though, the elephant in the room, RJ was the man that game, bro. He could have had that fifty, but he missed. In the words of Doris Burke, how many free throws? I'm sorry, hold on. The 50, eight free throws, fourteen of twenty-two. He almost had the fifty McNugget piece. He would have had fifty-four had he hit all eight. Hell, if he would have went four for eight. He would have had 50. But still, great game, man. RJ is looking like... We'll get into that later, but he's blossoming into that guy. Give him the claps. Give him the air horns. 46 points, 9 boards, 2 assists. Um, 13 of 22 from the field. 6 of 11 from 3. He seems to be getting better as a shooter, too. He seems to be, he seems to be more comfortable. Like He seems to be understanding where he fits and how he fits. That's why you can't, this is, okay, RJ kind of debunks, if you want to look at it this way, just to bring shit, you know, because why not? This debunks the fact that Tibbs doesn't develop young players. Exactly. Because look what RJ's blocked. So you can't say it's everybody because RJ's doing just fine under Thibodeau. Very true. Very true. That's a good point. You know what Nobody's I mean? Nobody's talking about that. RJ's doing just, you think RJ's doing this shit by himself? He's looking like RJ's looking like a um a, a younger, more athletic um, Jimmy Demar Derozan. Would you say so? Um, I would say a cross between Derozan and Butler. And here's the scary little, part. You know what I mean? A little, a little hybrid there. Here's the scary part, though. He's stronger than both of those guys. He's actually gonna get stronger than both of them because he's still a little like compared to Butler. You Maybe know? not Butler because Butler was going in on him. You know. Maybe DeRozan. I think he's definitely stronger than DeRozan. Butler had a good game himself. He had 23 points, two boards, two assists, two steals. Yo, bro, Haslam has been on that organization since, like, it began. Not since it began, <laughs> but he's, like, the guy. Like, he's their elder statesman. and He's their Todd Gibson? Yeah, he's their Todd's. He's their mayor. Like, Todd is our mayor. John is Haslam's their mayor. That's pretty cool, I guess. Yeah, you know, I ain't, I ain't mad at that. Um, Unfortunately for this game, RJ did not ha- have a lot of help. It doesn't help when Randall and Fournier were a combined 7 for 31 from the field. And Alec Burks, man, very disappointing. Actually, he had a pretty decent game. He had 12 points, 4 of 6 from the field. Whoever's more disappointed was quickly. Two, yeah. I think he had like what? Zero points, three points? Seven, but he didn't shoot two. Actually, no, he shot pretty decent too, three of seven. He's not he's not cooking up like he used to be though. Seven points, really? Yeah, quickly's been he quickly slipped this season. You know what saves quickly from criticism in all honesty? The fact that he puts in effort every possession. If he didn't put it, think about it. If quickly was lackadaisical, he would hear way more criticism than he does here. And he doesn't hear much. Like Julius Randle. Exactly. Like Julius Randle had his lax moments. That's why he gets the criticism. Quick quickly puts the effort. So he 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 gets a pass for now. Next year, if he keeps it up, you're going to start hearing, like, the, the boo quickly, fire, even though he's not a coach, fire quickly. Fire. <laughs> you know, but um, we'll get to quickly in a minute because he actually played a good game against Philly. I would highly recommend you guys go watch episode, the last episode, episode, what was it, 58? 
Yes. yes Are Nick fans will. losing their minds? I highly suggest that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure, because that would kind of like give you an understanding of what we were talking about with Nick fans, and you guys are crazy, man. <laughs> I respect it. Oh man, um, Miami outshot us forty-seven percent to forty. To be expected. Uh, Listen, I'm I'm gonna be real, man. I'm gonna keep those, those missed free throws again. As a team, we missed ten. I'm gonna keep it a buck, <sighs> Nick fans. Come on, man. And eighteen turnovers to their eight. So missed free throws and turnovers again. Oh yeah, and check this stat out, bro. This is crazy. But that's kind of what happens when a struggling team faces a team that's already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Like the Heat are finals contenders, number one in the East. We're twelve, struggling to get to the play-in. But check this out, dude. They killed us points in the paint by thirty. Bam out of bio. Fifty-four to twenty-four. Yeah, he might have. He had something to do with that. Sixteen points, sixteen boards. There was another one. Four assists, four blocks. Yeah, that's a, wow. That's a great game. There was another big man. I'm, I think he was like number 14, 44, something like that. Uh, I'm looking at the numbers now. Not sure, but Tyler Hero killed us off the bench. <laughs> Tyler, everybody's favorite hero. Not my hero. Yeah, I like Tyler Hero. You don't like Tyler Hero at all? He's not my hero. I didn't say, I'm just saying that, that, that's his name. I know. He's not my hero, though. Okay, whatever. But yeah, I like Tyler Hero. He killed us from the outside. Per usual. I was expecting that, though. That kid's a beast. Yeah, he's okay. I gave him some credit. You're giving him, Now you're giving him too much credit. <laughs> he's a beast. Uh, 25.7 boards, two assists, three steals for Tyler Hero. Um, I guess the moral of this game is hit your damn free throws, stop turning the ball over, and RJ needed help. RJ needs help. He needed help. So the entire game, RJ needs help. He was doing things I've never seen before. I was loving it, dude. I can't lie. Even though, like, we went down in this game, it was pretty cool seeing RJ. It's cool seeing RJ develop. You know what? We're going to get into that later. Let's go into the Philly game. Yeah. Bro, that shot. We're going to talk about. I'm sorry to cut myself off there, Nick's Anonymous family, but that's actually something we're going to talk about in a minute. So That shot he hit at half court before halftime. It wasn't half court, but it might as well have been because he did step back. That shows confidence. Yo. I can dig the confidence. I as soon as he left his fingers, I was like, it's water. You know, you know I, what I read I read the room. They was chanting RJ. Yeah, I, I can't lie. The crowd was serenading him. You saw Yo, the- what was up with the Miami chain? What was that about? <sighs> was that was that Nick fans or was that actual Miami fans? I would say that's actual Miami fans. I I, I Floridians have located to New York and vice versa. That's so, that, that, that's happening. I, I don't think all right. I don't think Floridians are relocating to New York the same way New Yorkers are relocating to Florida, but it is happening. Not at the same rate, but it is happening. So, yeah, I can hear it. Because the chant wasn't that loud. It was pretty loud. No, it wasn't loud, loud, like the way RJ, man. It wasn't that loud, but you did hear it. It was was noticeable. You know what I mean? So, I I guess that's my theory of it. I just, yeah, I just read the room, bro. I just, I. My boy was cooking that whole quarter. He had the ball. Niggas was chanting RJ. Four seconds left. I was like, he has to hit this shot. He has to hit this shot. There's no way. He has to hit it. As soon as he stepped back, let it go. Water. Bang! That's all we was missing. I'll make it rain. That's all we was missing. Was- I'll make it rain on them hoes. <laughs> he made it rain. All right, Stevie. I'll give you the class, bro. <laughs> I think it's high notes in here, bro. But all he, all he missed was the Mike Breen bang. 
Yeah. That was a perfect moment for it. Bang! That's all we missed. Where has Mike Breen been? I feel like I haven't heard. question. I feel like I haven't heard from him in a while. Speaking of which, um, Claude Frazier got um inducted into the Hall of Fame as a um as an announcer, and he's the first player in NBA history to be inducted as an announcer and as a player. Oh shit! Shout out to Claude Frazier for that. Yeah, I've never eaten at his restaurant either. I want to go, not for nothing. You know what? You think it's bread? It probably is. I get paid next week. You want to go? Shit. Nick games at ten o'clock. You eat dinner at Clyde. You eat you think, a, you eat an appetizer that, at least and a think, beer. You think it's that kind of bar though? Um, trying, see, it depends what you're trying to do. You're trying to chill. I feel like Clyde's bar is probably like more chill. Well, the game's at ten o'clock. Shit, we'll think about it. I'll yeah, think about it. Yeah, think about it. Shout out to Cloud Frazier for that, though. Shout Great out. accomplishment. I'll think about it. It does sound... He's got to have some good food. Well, I'll check the menu out when we finish. But I heard good things about it. Get a little hungry. A little hungry, Stevie. Um, on I'm to hungry f- for a W. Yeah, on to Philly. <laughs> that and, we will and, never receive. And you know what? Against Philly, it really felt like we were getting this W. We actually played good this game. We played very good this we game. We played very well this game. But like every other game that we're about to be playing from here on out, it's, it's just a better team. It, yeah, and not only that, you're not going to beat many teams with one guy. One freaking guy attempts 27 free throws. Joel Embiid, I hate to say it, was taking it to Mitch today and everybody else who guarded him. He, he, made, he no made two answer. centers. He made two centers fall out. We had no answer for this guy, dude. Yeah, he he, he made Robinson and um Jericho. Jericho. Fall out. Shout out to Jericho Sims, though. Shout out. He had 10 boards fast. He got 10 rebounds real fast. He's been putting up some solid numbers, man. He's he had been... 10 points, dude, in 18 minutes. I'm sorry, I said 10 points. He had 10 rebounds, 2 assists, a steal, and a block. Unfortunately, he, play- he didn't get no buckets. He played in a Miami game too, right? Uh, I believe so. Let me check his numbers for the Miami game since you say that. Because the, the young cats have recently been getting... Honestly, Nick fans, you should be satisfied with these losses, bro. Uh, because in, in, in I'm eight, not satisfied, but in like... 18 minutes against the Heat, he didn't have that good of a game, but he had 4 rebounds, and assist, and a steal. Okay. Not bad. Like, you know, Nick fans, you're getting what you want. The young guys are getting burned. Grimes, unfortunately, tore his kneecap apart. I he'll like, be, I he'll be out for like three weeks. Yeah, yeah. That Luckily, that wasn't as bad as we thought it was. You was talking about it was a torn ACL. Bro, I, I saw it. I saw it. I saw the Terry. He grabbed his knee, bro. I was like, no. And then they said his kneecap moved. I was like, that's got to be worse. And they're like, nah, it's pretty much like a sprain. I'm like, what? Yeah, he's cool. As long as, as, long as you don't tear nothing in your knee. Bro, the kneecap moved. Yeah, but like. That doesn't sound crazy to you? It does. It sounds painful. It sounds very painful. He was in a lot of pain. He was screaming for dear life. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But yeah, um, dude, we got torched, we got torched by Embiid, bro. 37. Nine. Oh man, it shows why he's one of the MVP candidates. Thirty-seven man. points, nine rebounds, three assists, a steal, and four blocks. What's up with this guy? Man? Were you surprised though, for real? Uh, kind of. I thought Mitch would do a better job of guarding you. He looked like well. Then again, if you look at his shooting numbers, he did shoot seven of eighteen. It's just that he got to the free throw line so much. 
Listen, and Harden, I, I, I give it up to Mitch for doing – I give it up to Mitch and Sims because Sims especially because he's a rookie. Imagine imagine you're a rookie guarding Joel Embiid. MVP candidate, like you said. MVP. So he's, he was overwhelmed. You know, you know, there's not really much – and plus now he has one of the most dynamic point guards in the game. Who had 16 assists, 29. He had triple-double. I guarantee you half of them went to Embiid. Probably. Harden had 29 points, 10 boards, 16 assists, and 5 steals. But okay, what a game. Wow. Okay, but like, let's 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 look at something here. Let's 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 just throw let's just throw an open ended topic here for a second. Let's just toss something in there for a second. Okay. If we look at the teams we've played, so like these are the top teams, right? If you look at each team, each team has a certain theme about them. Miami shooters. They're gonna shoot your lights out if you let them. You okay. know what I mean? And defense. And defense. The Sixers are now known for their dynamic point guard pick and roll play. And defense. And defense. The Knicks need to figure out what they need no, to no, do. No, no, you know what the problem is with the Knicks? We got one of them. The defense. It's just defense. We just need the other identity. Like you just said, we just don't know if we're outside. You know what's crazy, though? We're actually a pretty decent outside shooting team this year, though. Like We're ranked in the top 10 somewhere, somewhere aren't we? Or at least the top 15? I think the, with the team we have now, the Knicks would be more dominant if they played paint, if they played in smash mouth basketball and just let Fournier and them shoot the three. You know what I mean? Because Fournier's not trying to take threes. We saw that in today's game with the Sixers. He was my player of the game today. My boy was chucking up shit. Yeah, I gave Fournier my player of the game. 24 points, two rebounds, two assists, a steal, and he was 6 of 11 from three. Yeah, he's, bro. He's starting to let loose. He looks pretty confident lately. I can't even lie. He's starting to let loose. Fournier's looking... And don't let the... Looking, looking, he's looking like the guy we gave the money to. Exactly. Try not to let the losses overwhelm your perception on things. Yes, we're losing, but that could also mean that Fournier and these guys are just with players that don't work with them. Maybe it's not them the problem per se, because it can't be. Fournier's been putting up over 15 points, I think, for the last, like, 12 games or something like that. Well, for the season, technically, he's actually living up to his contract, if you want to be real about it. He's putting up his career averages. We just if, need- if, not, if not a little bit off by a point or two, maybe, and off percentage points. He's doing, he's not, you know, it's the, incon- you know what it is with Fournier? And I said this from the beginning when we signed him. He's a fit and he was somebody we need. He's just so inconsistent. That's why he's not a number one option. You know what I mean? He's we have at, a team full of multiple number two, three options. He's at, Evan Fournier is between a third option and a and a bench player. He's somewhere between there. One night he's the third option. The next night he's playing like the bench player. That's that's where he's at. At least that's how I see it. That's but, pretty solid. But good game today, though. I give him credit. He's been killing lately. Um, RJ dropped twenty four today as well. You know, um, that's crazy because now that's becoming a bad game for him. But he didn't shoot too. I mean, he shot pretty decent. Nine of 40 percent. He missed four free throws again. Six of ten. And it was all three from all three from three. So yeah, that's probably why he had a negative plus. Like I wouldn't say bad game as in like a bad game. I see like bad game as in like an off game. Yeah, like as far as like efficiency and like um being positive or negative on the court. Yeah. You know what I mean? So but he had the buckets. He did have he, the he's buckets. Starting get, he's starting to get buckets at a at an um consistent base on a excuse me, on a consistent basis. At some point they're gonna stop doubling Randall and start doubling RJ. But what killed us today again? 
Missed free throws and turnovers. Eight, our 18 to their 10. We missed um 13 free throws today as a team. And we and uh we were pretty even as far as shooting goes. They, they shot 48, we shot 44. We weren't that far off. And three pointers as well. They were 10 of 33. We were 11. We were 11 of 33. That goes back to our defense. Yeah, you know, like so we got the we got the defense identity. This was a winnable game. It really was. It's just that oh, too much in the end. The missed free throws and the turnovers. And and RJ actually had help today. And they cap. The thing is, they that that's why I was we play against a good team. They capitalized off those kind of mistakes, all of them, or at least more than half. You know what I mean? Nah, yeah, definitely. You know what I love today? And I hope this brings us some momentum going forward. And this is why I wanted to stop talking about him a minute ago. The, what I would like to say, the resurrection of quickly. You saw how that energy brought forth in this game nearly won us the game, Almost, right? Yeah, pretty much brought us back, yeah, yeah. He, had, he dropped 21 after, after a bunch of bad games, especially lately. So, I'm hoping... This could be a stepping stone going forward for him and us as a team. Because when Quickly's on, we usually win. Remember that old um, him and Derrick Rose dynamic I, we had going last time? So there's some truth there that Quickly being on wins his games. Would you say he'd be like a Maxi a, a Maxi player? A what? What's his name? Maxi? Maxley? Ty- yeah, he killed us. Maxi? Yeah. Maxi, right? Yeah. From Philly. Yeah. He killed us today. He they, did they go well. to the same school? Uh yeah, I believe Maxie was in um Kentucky as well, if I'm not mistaken. Chill, here we go. I could already see it. We got the wrong Kentucky player. I see it on Instagram already. We got the wrong hashtag. We got the wrong Kentucky player. <laughs> like Dewey, like the Dewey Cox movie. The yeah. wrong kid died. <laughs> yeah, I already see the hashtags. Nah, man, don't start. Don't see. Why would you throw that in the air, bro? It's not That's me. how things it's get it's started. It's already it already started. You started it. No, we just don't. <laughs> we just don't see it. Cause you started. Yeah, if, he did go to Kentucky though. If a tree falls and no one's around, does it make a sound? You doing that? Chop the tree down just now. No, nah, put it that way. No, someone out there has already started this conversation. Yeah, you. No, <laughs> we're having the conversation as we speak right now. <laughs> but, but, but someone has done it. We just haven't seen it yet. Right now. <laughs> Literally this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Nick fans, listen. I didn't start shit. I just bring shit. I just bring things to light. That's it. That started shit. No. <laughs> Yo, bro. Question. Oh, okay. What's up? L- huh? What's the question? Nah, yeah. I had to. I had to get my tongue. My tongue was tied for a okay. second. <laughs> my tongue was tied for a second. Look, when when it's good to play against good teams. Especially the best teams, because you can kind of like, you know, prepare yourself to like what they have and what we don't and where we need to go as a team, you know, kind of give you like some type of blueprint. So looking at these, looking at these games that we almost won pretty much, what do you think is like the number one thing the Knicks are lacking to get us to that W? I would say a point guard, like a point guard that can set things up. I'm so sorry. Because, like, I think that's what's missing as far as our identity goes. Like, yeah, we have point guards. Very capable ones, too. But we don't, excuse me, we don't have one 
whose strength is setting things up. You know what I mean? That's why I'm not saying Deuce isn't that guy because when Deuce was in the game for the brief time he was playing against the Heat, he was finding oh he was finding um open men. So Deuce can set people up. He just got to get the minutes. But as far as like people who are getting the minutes, um, I'm not saying they can't set people up, but it's not their strength. Quickly's more of a scorer, as is Burks. Um, even Derrick Rose, when when he eventually comes back, is more is more of a um score first point guard. But he can set people up though. Like if, if that that's um he's pretty he's better at it than um who we have healthy now that's getting minutes. So I would say that's what that's what we're lacking. And I think when you when we eventually give Deuce minutes and let him develop, he'll get better at it. I agree. I think Deuce needs more minutes, bro. I've been saying when, that for the whole season. When he was when he was in the game, it kind of felt a little bit different. And his defense, he picks up full court. The kid shows no fear. I could I could definitely see why the Nick community likes him. I just don't know why Tibbs doesn't like him. You know it's weird? Tibbs is the one that wanted to draft him. That's odd, right? I would assume he's developing. You know Riddle what it is? He's doing, bro. I say it all the time, and this is a perfect example. He didn't trust Jimmy Butler at first, at first either, because remember, Jimmy Butler was basically a, a bench warmer at first. Well, not a bench warmer, but he wasn't getting a lot of minutes. He was a dude averaging like five, six points a game at first, just like Obi was last year. Um, I would say he's our Obi this year. I would assume. But why not Grimes? You know what I mean? Why not? Even though Grimes is killing, I I don't know. That's a good question. I I, I honestly can't answer that. So now he's like contradicting Maybe, himself a little bit. Like I guess, like that's why you know that's why I'm kind of stuttering at the moment because I don't know the answer. I don't know. Maybe he saw something in Grimes that he doesn't see in Deuce. You know, maybe he maybe Grimes has a confidence Deuce doesn't have yet, at least um on the pro level because he is killing in the G League, but. I would assume next year he'll gain Tibbs' trust more or going forward, depending on what happens. Because if we lose the next few games, you got to make some kind of change. And why not give the young dudes a start? And we're already in the right direction right now. We got all the all the young guys. The only one that doesn't fit in that lineup that I see is Burks, like, in general. Because like, Burks definitely got to go. He, he, it's not that he has to go. It's that a point guard's not his role. He was better when he was the scorer, one of the scorers off the bench. So it definitely goes back to what you said about point guard. We definitely exactly like they they pretty much changed Burke's identity. You know what I mean? Like he can run the point. Not saying he can't run the point, but that's not what he is. That's a fact. Now I agree with you. But um, I guess to close off on on the Philly game, as I said, turnovers, missed free throws. Basically, we didn't close things out and take advantage when we should have. And we let, we basically let them, we gave them the game pretty much because you can't make that many mistakes against a team like this because they will capitalize off pretty much most of them. Yeah. Again, final score. Which Philly, is why they're a good, a good team. 125, <laughs> one, Knicks 109. Uh, Wow. We are one and nine in our last ten games and on a five game losing streak. On a five game beautiful losing streak. I wouldn't call that beautiful. And we run it back against Philly this Wednesday. Like the two scores of the game really doesn't tell the game. Yeah, we run it. It's weird. Like we gotta get we gotta get even against Philly Wednesday. 
hopefully we make the adjustments. Like I'm not gonna lie, this game in net in the next game. We were we were we were we were down four. Actually, no, we were up four. Yeah, I took a nap and I woke up. We were down like fifteen. I was like, oh, all right, <laughs> okay. Would you do like a five minute nap? Yeah, like, not even. off for like, like five minutes. Like not like thirty seconds, bro. No, I'm, I'm How that happens, dude. Or, like it maybe, felt, or, or it felt like thirty seconds, and it, and it ended up being like fifteen. Okay, minutes. so if I I fell asleep when it was at like. Wherever there was up at four, that might have been like the nine minute mark, eight minute mark. So I woke up at like the six minute mark, five minute mark. It was down like fifteen, twelve. I was like, "All right, yeah, it's cool." No, it's not cool. No, no, it was sarcastic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally not cool. It's totally not cool at all. But okay, I want to read you something because I found this. Uh oh. On the interwebs. It says Wobe said during the ABC telecast pregame show. That the Knicks and Mitchell Robinson's agent have discussed contract extension throughout this season. Knicks have until June 30th to strike a deal. Otherwise, Robinson will become an unrestricted free agent. Um, What are your thoughts on signing Robinson? I know your brother is going to be like, sign him. Nah, I would sign him because he won't be that expensive to resign. Give him like a three, four year... Um. Forty-five, fifty million dollar deal, something like that. He's gonna get like a deal along the lines of, um, cause he's not a he's not an all-star center, so he's not gonna get that much. I would say like a comparable contract would probably be like the guy from Boston, the center from the Celtics, Robert Williams. I think his name is what Tyson. No, dude, Robert Williams. Oh, <laughs> he said Tyson. No, no, Tyson. You know, there's, there's a center on that. It's the it's the other center, the backup center. Okay, now he's the wrong center. I'm talking about Robert Williams. I think it, I think I'm talking about Robert Williams. I'll look it up. Oh, Daniel Tice. That's that's who it is. All right. Um, Robert Williams. I'll get his name just to be sure. I'm researching right now, but he got a contract along the lines of four years, forty-five to fifty million dollars. So yeah, I could see Mitch getting a deal like that. Yeah, Robert Williams. I was right. Imagine we max him. Nah, we're not gonna max Mitch. He's not a max player. We're gonna give him. Well, how much does Curry make? Oh God, stop it! <laughs> That's not his market. Like we're not gonna do that. We wouldn't do nothing stupid like that. <laughs> but yeah, I. But but it also depends on what we do in the draft as well, because we're gonna be in the lottery, dude. At least I think so. Is the draft before June thirtieth? Yeah. Ooh. So I think it all spicy. depends on what we do in the draft. You know what I mean? Because we can make a draft day trade for somebody or draft a center with a similar skill set to Mitch or a similar skill set with an offensive game. Um, You never know. But um, if we could extend them, why not? I don't have a problem with that. What about you? Um, I have no problem with it. Do you keep him as a bench player or as a starter, though? Uh, I feel like we talked about this in the Miles Turner episode. Nah, I guess we would keep him as a starter. We would just have to get a back, an offensive backup. That's all. You know, that's where Mo Bamba would potentially come into play. Mitch, just add just add a little hook shot to your game, bro. Just do it just add a little hook shot, my guy. Just I actually wouldn't mind Mo Bamba as a backup center. Really? He can shoot he can shoot he shoots no, like he, shoot. he can shoot. He has his moments. You know, he's inconsistent as hell, but like as a backup, wouldn't be too bad. Nah, I'm pretty much done with inconsistency, bro. Can't even lie. I'm telling you. I bro. can't have too much inconsistency on one team. This is what this is the outcome. 
Well, yeah, but still, he would fill a need. He fits. You just stretch five. But then again, like I said, if the gods shine on the Knicks and we somehow get into the lottery, I'm a Chet Holmgren guy. That's just me. Gonzaga. I'm a Chet Holmgren guy. That's a stretch five that would bring a totally different dimension to the Knicks. Where is Gonzaga? I have no idea. That's a good question. I'm sorry, y'all. Unanswered like, questions. Ah, geography was never my subject. Neither not e- was not even United States geography. Neither was mine. <laughs> no, but, I'm, a, I'm, um, a, I'm a math guy. I'm good with numbers. I'm going to show you something, though. And then I'm going to explain to the Nixon Anonymous family what I just showed you. But first, I want your reaction. To what? I'm going to show you. Okay. This was today's game, I believe. It says the top five photos taken moments before disaster. Alec Burks enters the game for Cam Reddish. He's not playing that bad, bro. Come on, man. Nick fans be wildin'. Pretty much, it's just Nick the, fans the be score wildin'. is one hundred six to one hundred five, and I think we only scored three more points after that. Oh, really? Because the final score was one hundred nine to one twenty five. Oh wow! Okay. And the score here is so maybe that guy is onto something, and I'm bugging. 106 to 105. Niggas went on a 15 something, 10, 20 run, 20 something run, well, 23 run. Why well, wouldn't blame that on Alec Burks? It's not his fault. I maybe Reddish was cooking up at the moment. I don't know, dude. He only had six points. And no, there's no disrespect to Reddish. I like Cam Reddish, but he only had six points. Burks also had six points, but Burks had six points in 33 minutes. Actually, I, nah. I thought he had 12. Nah, Alec Burks got six. Okay. Wait, my bad. Sorry about that. I said he had 12 points. You reading the wrong stats again, bro? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) GG, Ryan D, get the claps. Yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. Sorry about that. That's what's up. Nah, but you said, you said, you said, you said Barrett had 24 points, though. Well, yeah, I just messed up on Burks. Oh. Yeah. So you you had the right game, just the wrong points. Yeah, we're all humans, okay, man. Yeah. Um. So yeah, about Barrett. Yo, like, sup with him? Sup with that guy? Yeah, we've been saving this one, man. Is it just me? Cause I, okay, so I was trying to plug it in earlier, but it was too early. But pretty much, I was saying the Knicks are full of when we were talking about like Randall and Fournier being number two, number three options. I was like, this team. I thought you were gonna say the Knicks were full of shit. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know why. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> they are full of shit. At the moment, yeah. <laughs> they are full of shit. I agree with you. No, but, that's not where I was going with that. I just thought you were doing I, that. I, no, we're just going. We're going there together, bro. They are full of shit. But that's that's besides the point. Yeah. Pretty much, the point is. We have a team full of number two, number three of options. Right. So, one more time. Is it just me or... Is it just me or is R.J. Barrett the number one guy? I wouldn't say he's the number one guy yet, but he's slowly developing into that, especially the last couple of games. Matter of fact, the last, I think, 10, 11 games, I saw the stat. He's shooting 44% from the field overall and 41 from three. And what type of number one will he be? Like, will he be a leader, scorer? I think he'll just be the scorer. I don't think RJ really has leader qualifications. You think he'll be, like, the guy that gets the last shot yeah. and guards the best player? Because he was guarding Harden a lot today. Yeah, no, no. He's, he's starting to guard the best players on the court. I think what you when you go back to what you said about a point guard, we need somebody to 
make the decisions for RJ. Well, he's not a point guard, so of course you need that. Just let RJ do RJ. Yeah. You need to get RJ the ball where he's the most unstoppable. And that's where a good point guard would come into play. The left side of the court, baby. Yeah, exactly. But as far as RJ Barrett himself goes, yeah, it's actually fun watching him develop into the number one guy. He, bro, if he keeps this up. And it's so consistent. Yeah, yeah, it's looking good. It's looking good. If he keeps this up, he'll be the number one guy going into next season. He's not the number one guy now by title, but he's slowly taking that so mantle, right? What? He's taking that mantle. Okay, so like he's in progress. He's pending. He's loading. I would say pending, but not, but almost done loading. I would say he's at 85%. That's it, close. It, it's up to, yeah, exactly. It's up to him whether he goes the rest of the 15%. Because like we said, an off game for Barrett right now is like 20 points. 16 yeah. points minimum. I hope it, I hope it stays like that going forward. I really do because it's, it's it'd be nice to finally have a number one, a legit number one, or even number two. Because if he's a number two, and we could you know eventually trade for that other star, which we're gonna talk about in a minute. <laughs> you know, well I won't say talk about it in a minute, but potentially, you know, like it's only right, it's only good for us. And as you said earlier, it would show that Tom Thibodeau is actually good at helping develop players. Because it's working for him. See, it would be a flawed system if everybody was failing. Yes. RJ seems to be doing just fucking fine. Mitch is doing well. <laughs> Quickly's doing, you know, quickly lifted himself back up. Grimes was doing good till he got hurt, and he'll be back soon. We just need Deuce to get a shot, man, and Obi to get more of a shot. Tibbs's problem is not development. His problem is his decision making. That needs a little bit of work, I think. Like he's not like like we all know he's not an offensive. Not decision making, like you said. His um. He's not an offensive minded player. Like co- I, it's a player coach. He he needs to work on his adjustments. Yeah. There you go. That's what I was. That's the, that's what I was looking for. He needs to work on adjusting, adjusting to the game. Because it has changed. You know, old heads tend to be in their old ways sometimes. Tibbs seems like a very hardcore kind of stick it to the man kind of man. So I feel like once I feel like once he adapts and changes to his environment, he'll be just fine. Yeah, I agree. You, know, you can't say it's not working though, because RJ is bugging out right now. Yeah, man. So is it just you? No, RJ will soon be our number one. At least I hope so. So it. So no wait. So it is me, because I said is RJ the number one? You said he is going to be the number one. But he's not that far off, dude. Like I said, by next, by by beginning of next year, like he'll have that title. Like if he keeps going the way he's going now, by the end of the year, he took the title. He starts the year number one. So it's somewhat me, but not really me at the same time. Yes. Fire claps. We'd love to hear it. Okay, so you did hit at something else that we are going to talk about today. Yeah. Um. Um. RJ being what RJ. Is did you see that commercial by the way? Which one? The Gotham commercial. Yeah. Yo, bro, that shit was hilarious. Was that a real commercial? It was like on, on TV. No, if you watched it through the VIP Sport or if you pirated it, like the stream, I think, I think you got that commercial. So that was a real commercial. Yes. Like it. Like they actually streamed it. Wow. Bro, when he opened the note, when Batman opened the note and that shit said Bing Bong, I thought I was like smacked or something. I was, I had to look twice. I was like, did that say Bing Bong? 
<laughs> and then it kept going, and then RJ was like, relax, just the sound of the subway. <laughs> yeah, I was weirded out by it. I was like, what the hell is this? You sent it to me. It's like, what the hell is this? Yo, Nick, Nick, yo, they're funny for that. The Knicks are funny for that. So I'm assuming the the Knicks are promoting, you know, Gotham heavy. That is Gotham's finest, if we're, if we're going to be honest. Because the day they... they, they well, the, the Batman movie's coming out. I assume that's probably why they did that. That's a fact. And the day that commercial came out was the day he dropped 50. Or, or, 46. Or, or almost dropped 50. So definitely Gotham's finest. So pretty much where I'm going with this is that RJ is going to bring a lot of attention to himself. Like people are going to want... There's going to be people out there that that want to play with RJ. Because this, this this is something Nick fans have been saying too about our team that you know it's it's unappealing. No one wants to play like, with Randall. Okay, so fuck Randall. We have RJ now. You know what I mean? So RJ's gonna attract attention. Um, for some reason, everybody wants this attention to go straight to. Go ahead, Stevie. Zion Williamson. And you know what? I have no problem with Zion Williamson. I actually think Zion Williamson, when healthy, is a great player. And to to be quite frank, we could probably get him player for player, like Randall Randall for, for Zion. Well, yeah, considering um he's on his rookie contract, I mean it probably wouldn't be that easy. Didn't Randall come from the Pelicans? Yeah, <laughs> he did. They're not gonna want him back, bro. There's no way. I don't, I mean I don't. I mean we did we did resign Tim Hardaway. Like we did get rid of him and resign. You know we're not the only team to do that. Yeah, true. Maybe they could do it too. Yeah, but, like, the thing about Zion, though, is... All right, you know what? Let's look at his numbers. Before I get into Zion, let's look at his numbers. He's played in 85 games in three seasons. This is the 2021-2022 season, just so we're clear. So he's I mean, played... we, obviously, we all know. He played 24 games his first year, 61 games his second year, no games this year. So in three years, he's played one season and three games. Can't lie. For one season and three games, he has some pretty good numbers. He's averaging 25 points, three assists, seven rebounds, almost a steal a game, almost a block a game, um, shooting 60% from the field and 33% from three. Pretty impressive numbers. Can't lie. But, dude, let's be real here. Should he be in the 75th anniversary commercial? No. But That's all, that's all I needed to know. Okay. <laughs> At least that, that's us. We know. <laughs> that's all I wanted to know. But here's my thing. All right. Let me ask you a question. Okay. After what I just said, he paid. You know what? We're going to do something. Are you going to say it again? No, 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 no. Oh. No, no, no. We're going to the multiverse now. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to the multiverse now. We're the watchers? Yeah. Okay, bro. In this multiverse, everything is exactly the same. The only difference is we won the lottery. We got Zion. You heard what I just said about him a minute ago, right? Three seasons so far. He's only played one season. One season and three games. That's 85 games. Okay, we're in the multiverse. You wanna know what you wanna know what this you know what he would be he would be hearing? No, wait, wait, I was gonna ask you that. Let me get there. Let me get there. I was getting there. We're in the multiverse now. One season and three games in three years. 
decent numbers, but he's not playing. In this multiverse, what do you think the New York media is saying about us picking Zion? That's exactly what they're saying. Elaborate a little more. I get it. I get it. But elaborate for everybody. Um. Okay. So, New York media being New York media, everybody knows about New York media. This man, Zion. Because everybody wanted Zion. Whoa, Zion. We need him. We need Zion. Daddy Zion. You, got, you guys are getting a little weird with it, let me tell you. A little fucking weird. But, if we're in this universe and Zion gets hurt, the Nick media will show zero mercy on anybody. It would be the, somehow it would be the coach's fault, and then it would be he would have the LeBron effect pretty much. It's everybody else's fault but his. But at the same time, it would also be his fault. This is where Nick media is weird. They blame everybody else, then they blame the main person, and then they, everybody is they they blame anything. So, pretty much, it would be a disaster. It would be anarchy. It would be pure fucking disaster. Yeah, I'm surprised he's getting... He's getting media scrutiny. Don't get it twisted. He wouldn't be getting the media scrutiny if he was on the Knicks. No, he, he would. would. He would not be on the 75th anniversary. Oh, yeah, not at all. He wouldn't be on that commercial. If he was on the Knicks, he would not be on that commercial. Hurt. Especially the way... Not the way he's been playing, because when he has been playing, he's been good. He's done some shit. He's caught a few bangers. So, he has some highlights. In the summer league. No, no, no. In the, in the <laughs> pros. He has high. Though he's averaging 25 a game every time he plays. He has highlights. But, dude. One season and three games in three years, the media would have been all over the Knicks. They would have been like, he's a bust. One of the worst picks we ever made. But we, they were hyping we, up the most. Yeah, exactly. We, we lucked out. We, we won the lottery and... You know, look what happened. You know, the Sabo Knicks. The Knicks are cursed. This, this, and that. Now, here's where I'm going with this. That's not even the point. Bringing all that up, going to the multiverse, is not even the point. Now we're coming back to reality. What a shocker. Now, after hearing what would happen in the multiverse, and we all know it's true. Even Nick haters and non-Nick fans who watch basketball know it's true. Nazi Nick fans? Don't you think it's weird? This is the guy they want on the Knicks. Saying that this is the star we need. A guy that if we did dra- end up drafting him, they'd pretty much be saying we made a mistake. And they want him. Yes. They that, want the mistake. How does that logic make sense? Why does the media always want the Knicks to make the move for the sake of making a move just so they can have something to talk about? I mean, because they, they have a job, right? Yeah, but, <laughs> but dude, like... It's so fucked up, I know. Any but. logical fan would see through this. Oh, my boy, logic is not so logical anymore. Especially in sports media, dude. Like, this is why we do what we do, bro. Because we're tired of seeing nonsense like this. Knowing it damn well doesn't make sense. Now, granted, we per- did say he averaged 20-something points. He- yeah, yeah, we're not saying he's terrible. He's just not healthy. Look at this And situation. has a weight problem. Oh, he's... That's not even... Completely overweight. Now, I'm not saying he can't fix that, but that's taking a chance, dude. Sometimes people can't get overweight problems. Weight problems are sometimes mental. 
We don't know how Zion's mental is. He's probably playing, and he's technically pulling a Ben Simmons in, in New Orleans. It's just he's not and, getting it. to a smaller extent. I would say so because they're saying that like his family doesn't want him to be there no more. You know no why? Stuff. Oh my god, bro! Imagine that came out and he, he was on the Knicks. Exactly. They, I, bro, I, I didn't uh, even bring that up in the multiverse. Right, go back to the multiverse. Imagine, and now we're back to reality. Bro, imagine he came out talking about, I'm, I'm going overweight because I don't want to be here. Well, he didn't come out and say that, but that's what's going around. You know what I mean? That's, that's the thing that's going around. Look what happened to Ben Simmons. In Philly. In Philly. Philly's like the second worst behind our media. This is what this is. This is media. No one cares about New Orleans. Not that, and like you said, they're babying him to be the next LeBron, pretty much. So they're they're gonna sweep that one right under the rug. They're like, you didn't say that. You think they're you think they're trying to make him the next? Well, yeah, he, he was in the seventy fifth anniversary commercial, so He's I can see that exactly in one season played, in three games, in three games, in three years, in three years, and that's and the, he and made, that's the guy that's on the seventy. Want, and that, okay, that's the guy who's in the seventy fifth anniversary <laughs> commercial. And that's the guy they want on the Knicks that they're saying will get us to the next level. I don't see it. We're, we, need, we need to go outside the garden and be like that guy with the sign that says, change my mind. The, the oh, Knicks, like um, Crowder? The Knicks don't need Zion. Change my mind. I like Crowder. Crowder's pretty cool. Shout out to Crowder. We should do one of those. Like, Nick-related, though. Like, the Knicks don't need Zion. Change my mind. Yeah. We'll you know. get a lot of animated fans, bro. All right. You know what? Now that we got what we you got any more you got any more to say about Zion? Um, okay, much, look at good good player, great kid. Um, yeah, not a bad kid. I, I like Zion. Do I, I? When he was in Duke, I was saying he's the truth. He's going through issues, and I don't want it here. Yeah, I don't think he he's for he's not for us. Now, if shit improves and we're wrong, and he shows things are getting better, maybe. But now it's not looking good to me. Because we're already going through shit. Why would we want more shit? Yeah, dude, like. And the media seems to want... When the media wants something this bad for us, it's, it's, never it's good. not good. It's never good. Never good. It's never. either not good or it's not going to happen. One of the two. And if yeah. it's not good and it ends up happening, guess what? It's not good. Like I said. But now let's move on to... Since we got Zion out the way, let's move on to another rumor that's out there. That... I don't know kind of iffy about it too but not for the same reasons as zion it's more contractual reasons and money um donovan mitchell oh that's healthy that's big that's a big move you know what i mean after after donovan mitchell will close out the show you know I, wink 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 maybe well, we might have one more thing left i'm dead but um <laughs> but the, donovan, what do you think about donovan mitchell like, um he's, okay he's, uh, he's apparently as reported a few weeks ago he's apparently a first round exit away from requesting a trade which means we should be rooting for utah to lose apparently yeah and um so just to get the elephant out the room for this one yes we did pass up on donovan mitchell for frank nilakina we understand Dave smith loves staying saying that shit he said that today too i can't stand him either like, i don't even want to hear his name anymore. exactly sorry go wait, ahead wait. Let- Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh. but anyway back to donovan mitchell donovan mitchell um, I'm not really sure. Hold on, let me let me see his average real quick. Steven Stoll. Um, well, I'll tell you what I think. Um, I did a mock trade earlier to see like what it might look like, and dude, we're gonna have to give up a lot. Here's what a trade looked like, if if I remember correctly. I did it on my phone for fun. It was Donovan Mitchell 
for Julius Fournier. Um, I think Grimes. Two firsts and a second. It's probably going to be more than that. So that's just a a mock trade. So imagine what the real one's going to look like. And just to give you an average, I finally got it. He's averaging 26 points, five assists, three turnovers, two steals, and no blocks. Or 0.3. Bless you. Thank you. And he's shooting 35% from three. Do you think he'd bring the Knicks over the top? No. Depending on what we give up for him? Mm, okay. All right, because look, before you speak. Okay, top based, meaning what? All right. What's the top? All right, check it out. Based on the trade I said, like let's say, hypothetically speaking, that trade happened. The starting five would be Mitch, Toppin, RJ, um, Mitchell, and whoever we put at the point. And our backups would be uh, Rose, Quigley, whoever, and whoever we have. And that, those would be our top seven right there. I think we need F- to. Filling out the bench, do you think that starting five would be a contender in the East? And remember, you're filling out the bench as well. I'm just giving you those top seven with D so Rose just, six just, man. So just out of the starting five. Out of the starting five and your top two off the bench, D Rose and Quickly. Say one more guy. It was Mitchell. Mitch, Obi, um, RJ, Donovan Mitchell, and whoever we decide to start at point. I would assume Deuce McBride. No. As good as he is, you're probably gonna need something else. Are we a are we a playoff team? How about that? Yes. Okay. Finals okay. team, I'm not sure. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. I mean, we need more. Depending but, on, but, that's that's why I would want to see how we fill out the bench. But past first round for sure, we're definitely passing the first round. Yeah, dude, I can see that. Second, we're definitely pushing second, third round. But we would have to give up so much, dude. Like, but look what we're getting though. Nah, I know Donovan would. Do you think he'd be worth it? Actually, no, he would be worth. It. He would be. He would be more worth it than Damian Lillard. I say that. I agree. Okay. I definitely if we're, agree if we're gonna go, if we're gonna, if we're gonna compare the two out of the superstars, I'd rather go for Donovan Mitchell than Damian Lillard. No disrespect to Damian Lillard. Yeah, because Damian's a little older. He's like going on thirty-two years old. Donovan's what, 25, 24 years old. He's yeah, young, he's a young cat. Pretty much. So yeah, um, and I, I think get, I think Donovan Mitchell would be less than than Dame too. As big as both con, as both as big as both deals would be, I think you'd probably give up more for Dame. You know what? Let's check since you bring it up. Cause bro, you gotta remember Dame is in the seventy fifth anniversary, bro. His fucking his stock is on on an all time high. Uh, not really, because he's not playing this year. Still, you know who he is. That's true. I mean, he is Dame. Like, <laughs> you know who he is. You know what time it is. Dame Dollar. Dame time. You know what time it is. Uh, okay. Dame's contract. His expires in twenty twenty five. And he has 39 million, 42, 45, and 48. Damn, it's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. For four years. Mm-hmm. All right, now let's check out Donovan Mitchell's contract. Drum roll, please. Okay. And you're 100% right. It is less. He's 28, 30, 32, 34, 37. Bing bong. So, yeah, it kind of. Yeah, 
Bing bong. I think Donovan. I Mitchell. think we shall start looking towards Donovan. If we're gonna, if we're gonna go there, New York. If we're gonna throw the bag at anybody, it should be him. Should be Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, why not? So basically, like, if you want to be technical about it, he's not a true point guard. He's like a shooting guard. We dude. are rooting for the Jazz to get swept. Yes, I'm talking about it, bro. They have to get embarrassed. I th- I think they just can't make the playoffs. No, no, I'm talking about they got to get embarrassed in the first round. Swept. Well, swept. So they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, they're they're in, dude. They're like one of the top three, four seeds in the West. They're in. But they got to get swept. They can't win. By like the A seed. Who's the A seed? New Orleans? Uh, Hold on. Let's see. Let's see where Utah is officially seeded. A Zionless uh, Pelican? I'll tell you right now. Nah, the Pelicans are out, dude. <laughs> Pelicans are out. You know, they lost Lonzo Ball. That was that, that, that was big. That, was, that was weird. Yeah, that was a weird trade. So the Jazz would be playing the Mavericks if the playoffs started today. So we need Luca to kill, kill Luca, kill. Nah, that means Mike's gonna be hyped though. I'm fine with it, dude. We can end up with Donovan Mitchell. Kill Luca, kill. <laughs> you got oh, this, man. Luka. But then again, they tied with the Nuggets, so the Nuggets might play the Jazz too. So kill Jokic, kill. <laughs> So either way, they're gonna be they're gonna have some tough opponents. Yeah, sorry, Jazz, I'm rooting against you. There's no sorry here. I'm rooting against you straight up, straight up. No apologies. Yeah, I'm dead ass. Okay, you know what? I take my apology back. <laughs> and with that being said, I guess our show is over. Dab it up, sir. Oh no, it's not over yet. Oh shit! But first. There's a little gap in the beginning there, but that's cool. I almost forgot. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, this week in Knicks history, y'all, we got a, we got a special one. How and, special are we talking? Oh, like ver- birthday special or like? That's not a birthday, nah. Well, kind of a birthday because tomorrow, February 28th, 19 years ago, the New York Knicks retired the one and only Patrick Ewing's number 33 in the rafters. Hey. Yes, sir. This one's for Patrick. This this week in history is all about Mr. Number 33, Patrick Ewing. The number one draft pick, the Hoya Destroyer. Adidas endorsed, got his own Ewing sneaker, Patrick Ewing. I don't really like the sneakers, though. They're mad bulky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I had a pair when I was younger, though. I had the um the knit colored ones, as a matter of fact. That like the giant ball in the front. Like, yeah. The U- with the Ewing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There, yeah. There was a purple pair, so that was pretty cool. I just don't like how blocky it is. Cause I got a small frame, so like they're gonna look like cement blocks on me. Now, nah, yeah, I, I agree. Same here, cause I'm a little thin frame myself, so I don't really rock Ewings. I think Ewings are for um probably for bigger dudes. Ewing is a big dude. He is a center. That is true. Seven feet tall. You know your clientele, right? Yeah, yo, Patrick's the man. He makes his money off his sneakers, man. Like, he got rappers endorsing his sneakers and all that. Um, Cormega from Queens. Shout out to Cormega. He an old school rapper. He used to mess with, um, he was orig- an original member of the firm. For those who don't know, the firm was Foxy Brown, Nas, AZ, and Cormega. Cormega left the group. Nature took his spot. For those who don't know hip-hop, and for those who do, I'm sure you know that already. Look at all this history. <laughs> Look at all this history. Um, But let's talk about Patrick, though. Um, I really don't count the seasons he played in Seattle and Orlando, and and those seasons kind of suck, dude. Because, and I'm gonna tell you why. 
They brought his averages down. So Ewing's not a double-double guy for his career. Okay. For his career. But he's not. He, he doesn't have bad numbers for his career, though. For his career overall, he's averaging 21 points, 2.4 blocks, 1 steal, 1.9 assists, 9.8 rebounds. So he's .2 away from double-double. You know, so it's not that bad. Uh, 74% from the free throw line. Oh, my God. Well, he didn't shoot three, so that doesn't really, it doesn't really count. Oh, my God. What's the number? What did you see? 152. <laughs> well, he doesn't shoot threes. He's a sensor. I know. It was just your reaction. You were just like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be that low. And overall, 50% from the field for his career. <laughs> Not bad. Not bad, Patrick. 1,183 games. Gold medalists. Um, I think he was an MVP candidate once or twice. Yeah, Did he ever get it? Nah, unfortunately he didn't. Shaking my head. Um, yeah, but like I said, he's not a double double guy because of his years in Seattle and Orlando. He averaged nine point six points <laughs> and six points in Orlando. This knee is contagious. But in his fifties in his fifteen seasons on the Knicks, here are his averages. Twenty two point eight, ten boards, two point seven blocks, a steal. Shooting 74% from the free throw line. 50% from the field. Yeah. What a savage. Patrick, you're the man, Patrick. What an animal. And not to mention his career in Georgetown. Patrick Ewing had one of the greatest careers for a center ever. Yeah. Yeah. He, 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 was, he was the next. They were touting him as the next Bill Russell when he was coming out. Ooh. Yeah, it's big comparisons, bro. Comparing Patrick to Bill Russell. That's did big, he? Big did things. He, so did he compare or did he come close? In college, yeah. You talking about in the NBA? Of course not. Not a lot of centers have compared to Bill Russell, dude. Like the only center you can, the only two centers that compare to Bill Russell, well, three really. I would say would be Kareem, Wilt, and Olajuwon, maybe. So would you put Bill Russell at number one on any NBA spot? Like the all-time goat? Nah. He has the most championships, though. I think Kareem's the goat. But he has the most championships. That doesn't mean anything. It's not all about championships. He's up there, though. He's oh, in the top five. You can't really put him out the top five. But you know what? This you is can't about- put him out the top three. Uh, that's debatable. Ooh. But um, this is about Patrick. Let's talk about Patrick. Here's his resume. 11-time All-Star. All-NBA first team once. Six-time All-NBA second team. Um, Three-time All-Defensive second team. Rookie of the year. All-Rookie team. Made the 50th anniversary team, the 75th anniversary team, NCAA champion in 84. Unfortunately, he didn't win the NBA, but that's okay. Final Four's most outstanding player, the 1985 College of the Year, three-time consensus, first-team All-American, two-time Big East Player of the Year. Check this out. This is why he was the next Bill Russell, touted at that time. Four-time Big East Defensive Player of the Year. That means all four years he was in college, he was Defensive Player of the Year. Pretty impressive stuff, Patrick. That's nuts. Yeah, that's nuts, bro. That's nuts. Definitely get the claps for that one. Three-time first-team more Big Easts. Hell, National High School Player of the Year and a McDonald's All-American. So he had a good high school, college, and NBA, and NBA. career. Which is what you would have won the finals, bro. So, yeah. This is for you, Patrick. 19 years old. Patrick! Ago. Patrick Ewing. This is for you. I miss hearing that in the garden when he scores. Patrick Ewing. That's how you feel? Yeah, man. 
So this week in Knicks history, we dedicate this one to Patrick Ewing. Yes, hey. tomorrow, 19 years ago, we, they raised his numbers to the rafters. Big shout out to Pat the Man Ewing. Got to put a post. Got to put a post. Man, we'll do that tomorrow. We got that. Yeah, yeah. We ooh, I like that. We got that. You heard him first, folks. And then we gonna wrap this shit up. That's a fact. Now we dab it up. Now we dab it up. Uh, episode fifty nine is in the books. We'll see y'all for episode sixty. Thanks for tuning in as usual. Hopefully we get it together this week. Uh, Doubt it. But let's see what happens. <laughs> Shout out to everybody listening. Thank you for tuning in. Um, we love you guys. Follow us on Nick's Anonymous. Any more content? Um, merch always coming soon per usual. Swear to God, it's coming soon. I promise. Everything that we love, it is coming. We we hear you guys. We are not only the people's voice, we are also the people's ears. Fun fact: <laughs> we are good listeners as well as we are good talkers. And if, and without the people's ears, we can't hear shit. Exactly. <laughs> so, love you guys. Love Nick's Nonis family fan base. Let's go Knicks. Let's go Knicks.